Welcome to Soul Rising. We're your hosts, Amy and Erin. We're two everyday mediums who are passionate about taking the woo-woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth. So put the kettle on, grab a chair, and join us. Hey everyone! Hello, it's so nice to see everybody again. So nice to see you all on this busy week, full moon energy. Yes, oh, that's right too. It's also full moon. Yeah. That explains a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Was feeling a lot about that. Um, So we're here to give a little update about our spirit guide homework. Mm -hmm. Um, So in the um, part one, episode 14, we um, kind of asked everybody, yeah, to do um, a little if, homework yeah, yourself. Yeah, to do a little homework, and, and we, we decided to do some homework ourselves, too. So we're going to give that update and then move into the second part of the Spirit Guide episode, episode 15. Oh, yeah. Did you want to um, start? Yeah, I could. Uh, well, yes, yes, I can start. Okay. So I was just telling Amy that I, I did sit with it for a bit, but it's been such a wonky. I don't know how everybody else is feeling, but it's been such a wonky week um and maybe it is the full moon vibes um but it's been it's been a bit busy so i did try to sit with it a little bit um i definitely felt like i know amy you felt like there's like three main ones it's interesting how they showed it to me when i was just meditating on it um i didn't really see any faces um but that's okay and i feel like it's part of the journey and partly because (laughs) aaron's like doing school stuff. So we don't want to distract her too much because yeah. I think my guides know that I can go pretty far down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I felt like I had two main guides and then I definitely felt like I have um, Rachel who feels, um, I'm going to say angel for lack of a better world word, but definitely world, <laughs> um, but definitely on a very, like a different vibrations. They feel like they're on different frequencies. Um, and so I definitely felt like I had her almost like the, the way she was showing it to me, like a triangle. So like she's like on the tip of the triangle, kind of holding things together, the glue. And then I have these other two main ones at the base. And now I definitely feel like I've got some other ones, but they're kind of at the back there. Um, and they were definitely making me feel like sometimes they alternate but like and i was gonna say that they jump in and out but the the main ones are like almost like a triangle so very similar got three um uh, three spirit guides but that's that's as far as i i got with it um and i did feel like i um possibly have i just possibly possibly have an indigenous guide um mostly because i felt drawn to going back to this book um that I had bought and it's oh my gosh what is it called I'm like looking at it right now the oh that's right (laughs) the winter we danced um so I felt uh and it's about the idle no more movement the history leading up to that movement um you know what took what's taking place with government where they were then where they are um now um and so I just felt like reading more up on Indigenous history, Um, because one, I think it is important, um, but I just felt drawn to going back to that book. So that's what sort of makes me feel like there could be some, um, I have maybe one uh, spirit guide who 
might have been indigenous in a lifetime. Yeah, but that's 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 what I got. Yeah. Yeah. And Amy, uh, you have a really cool story though. Yeah, so I did share it on the Instagram page for the but for the listeners that aren't on Instagram or don't follow it. Um, it's called Soul Rising Pod, in case you didn't know and you want to go follow it. But I shared a little quick story and a photo of something that happened the other day. So earlier in the week, I was spending some time, I think it was Sunday night, maybe I spent some time um, setting my intention to connect to my spirit guides and um, asking for them to come through. And I very clearly felt like three distinct different um, as energies, different presence. Um, now I didn't pick up on like if they were at different frequencies, I just knew they were three separate beings. Um, and I did feel, um, and it's similar to like when I connect to somebody in spirit, the same kind of feeling like a presence, I did kind of have this inner, this clear knowing of there's two males and one female without them, like showing me their face or presenting themselves. It was just like a knowing that I knew that there was two males and one female. And that's where I left it on Sunday. Fast forward to, um, later on that evening, I, like right after I had this experience, I um, picked up my phone and I got like a notification from like a buy and sell kind of group on Facebook in my neighborhood, which is odd anyways, because I normally wouldn't get that notification like pop up on my phone. It would maybe be in Facebook. You would just like see it my scrolling. Phone, yeah. Right. So I'm just like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I click on it. And it's this giant, like pretty big um, canvas painting. And it's a little abstract. Um, and the colors are like purple and blue and very, um, you know, the higher kind of chakra kind of colors that I, and actually when I connect to my own energy, those are the colors that I see. And when other people have done readings for me, they often pick up that bluey purple as well. So that was interesting. So this painting is bluey purple and you can in it, like I said, it's very abstract, but you can see from the back three bodies, like three. Yeah, shoes. it is like, Amy, and you told me the story and my, my, like, I, my, my, my jaw hit the floor. Was like, what? <laughs> it's yeah. so clearly, you it's know, and I felt like it was validation from my guides to say, yes, there are three of them, us. Here's, here's a painting, like go, go get it, run and go get it. And then you can have this visual reminder of us all the time. So it was cool. like 10 bucks guys. Like it was, <laughs> you know what? So can I say that this is really interesting because we've got this like three energy, which I mean, I don't know if it reminds you of just like the three points in a triangle. Um, and then I had, oh, okay. Keep talking. I'm going to find out. I'm going to give her a shout out too. Um, because I, I like saw a post opened up this morning and it was about the meaning behind triangle and somebody that, which is right. That's very wild. But you know, what's also interesting when you were talking about this triangle shape, right? It reminded me of yesterday I put out on my own page, but I think I shared it in the soul rising pod Instagram page and their stories. It was me giving a little quick little, um, spirit story, um, but also a little message from spirit and it was in regards to something that's been on my mind a lot but also that came up in the reading the night before and in it I talk about this trifecta and the word trifecta kept coming up which that's true it's the same thing and I said it three or four times and trifecta is not a word that I normally three use. or four times right 
Um, so yeah, that stands out to me as well. So there's something there with that triangle message or that triangle image. So you, yeah, I'd love to hear what, what that person, um, brought up about it as we go. Once you find it, let me know. I but, will definitely, I feel so bad that I can't remember that's okay. right now. I am, I'm, I couldn't remember the book that I'm reading. I can't remember. You've got a lot name. going on. That's okay. Um, <laughs> last night I, when I was brushing my teeth, I was asking a little bit more like, okay, come back to me. Give me some more, like, give me a visual, like whatever you can give me. Yeah. I very clearly heard a male name come through and it did absolutely make me smile. Wow. And I'll tell you why. So the name I heard was Matthew. Now, Matthew has oh been my, my God. favorite male name. Oh what? Is yours, Matthew? Tell me. <laughs> <That's what's... laughs> what? I'm going to kind of cry. What? Okay. Because, um, oh, oh, this is hitting home. Okay. So, because I had picked up on a Matthew. For but you? Then, for me. But I, Ooh. and I didn't bring it up because for me Matthew reminds me of I used to work in a children I didn't work there but I volunteered in a children's hospice um which is like really amazing uh so grateful for that opportunity but I worked um with a young man and I had gotten quite close with uh, a Matthew there and so when I think of Matthew coming in and I'm kind of, and I my logical brain goes, oh no, my guide is not Matthew because Matthew is this boy, the young boy that I worked with, he's not my guide. But then you're bringing up a Matthew. And so it's just, it's Maybe kind of wild. Validation. Maybe it's validation. Like hey, validation. I am one of those ones that pops in occasionally. Yeah. Oh, Whoa, yes. right? I, wow. so Matthew's always been my favorite boy name. Uh, in fact, Mine too, actually. Really? Yeah. We've not talked about this. Never. We've never talked about this. And it's funny because I have two sons. Neither of them are named Matthews. It's just interesting. But when I was pregnant with my first child, um, you know, I knew intuitively that she was a female that we didn't find out until like eight months that, you know, actually we had an ultrasound and found out for sure. But yep. I had two names picked out. One was my daughter's name that we named her and the other was Matthew and I was adamantly like when I have a son his name will be Matthew because it's my favorite name and it's always just kind of something about the name had like this feeling of it was familiar and comforting and I didn't know why because I didn't really I don't didn't really have any friends say Matthew um I'm not related to anybody named Matthew to my knowledge so it wasn't like a name in my lifetime sure I like yeah. had classmates named Matthew but nobody that was like really close in my life so it was all but I was always this name like this is the name this is the name and similarly like my daughter's name is Abigail now Abigail was the name that I had chosen when I was a little kid if I could ever change my name my name would be Abby and mm -hmm. whenever I had little dolls or would play they'd always be Abby or Abigail Fast forward to many years in the future when I was actually pregnant with her, I um, was talking to my nanny and she was so pleased when I said that I was going to name the baby Abigail. And she told me that it's a, such a strong family name in my grandfather's family tree, wow. which I now know to be fact because I'm actually doing ancestry doing research. A... Okay. And Abigail was one of his I can't remember who she was to him off the top of this moment but in the family. He also had a, an aunt named Amy who passed away around like in her late thirties or forties. And so my grandfather 
kind of suggested the name Abigail to my parents. This is the understanding I have from my talking to my grandmother and my, my parents chose Amy instead. Um, but when I started to do my ancestry yeah. research on my grandfather's side, in every generation, for six generations, there is an Amy and Abigail in the same family and they switch between sisters and mother and daughter. And that blows my freaking mind. And I had no idea of that when I chose her name, right? So I very much feel like that was coming through to me intuitively from like a past connection. Um, and I now I feel like Matthew, my arm hairs are standing up. Now I feel like Matthew also is that kind of connection, not necessarily through the family, but through my spirit guide. So he gave me Matthew really clearly. This is my name. Um, and he oh felt kind of, I didn't get a, I know that he had some sort of like hood um, on, some sort of like cloak perhaps, because he, he had a hood on, but his face wasn't in the shadow. I did kind of get a general glimpse he fe he felt like a solid guy okay so yeah. he felt like he had some muscle like in his face he felt a bit like solid mm -hmm. um and yeah he just felt very like i am you know like when you think of like a prince or like your savior and he's like gonna come in and swoop you up like <laughs> he, he gave me that kind of energy like i yeah. am here for you um wow. and that was amazing and then i very briefly connected um, to the female and I got the name Lila. Oh, that came out of nowhere. I have no association with Lila whatsoever, but I hear it so clearly. Um, and I also am associating her um, with the color purple as well. So that's mm -hmm. interesting because yeah. it was purple um, and um, just like a very sweet um it's very interesting because their two personalities are so opposite and i feel like i have that that duality within me like very yeah. kind of quiet and soft and like you know but once um, you get to know amy she's and then there's a... more of the like <laughs> right like there's this both sides and it's just very interesting because i felt like he was here to really kind of take me out of my shell show me my power so, you know, help me along my path of standing firmly in the knowledge that I'm a leader. Cause I hear that all yeah. the time. Yeah. You're a leader, you're a leader, you're a leader, stand tall. And then she's kind of the more soft inner child. Let me help you with this. Oh, goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I got. And it felt amazingly um, truthful, like in my bones. Yeah. I know some people can be like, well, like, am I making this up? You know, like when you're trying to connect to your own stuff, it's your brain is going well, to- Well, like I was up. telling you, I shut yeah. it down too. I'm, you know, and we do this work, right? Yeah. I shut down the Matthew thing. Because there's no way to validate that really. That's yeah. the thing. Like when yeah. we're doing, when we're connecting to somebody's past loved one and they're giving us specifics, it's validated in the moment because the person's like, yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. what they look like. Yeah. That's what they did. But I also feel very strongly like, we don't necessarily, we shouldn't become super attached to validation. We don't need it. It's true. We don't it's need very it. True. It's nice to have because then it kind of our ego, our human side is like, see, I was right. I was right. You know, like, and, yeah. and it helps you become more confident in trusting in your abilities, but you don't need it. So we don't need it. And sometimes like it doesn't come in that clearly, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I always, I always try to remember that because I was always told try not to worry about you know validation so much or proving 
to somebody because you're going to get the messages that need to come through for that person in the moment. Yeah, there's, yeah, you don't need to prove anything. That's something that I had to learn too. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, the, uh, the, uh, she's a spiritual mentor and healer. Yeah. Um, and her name is, she goes by Mrs. Betty Lazinski on Instagram. Oh, okay. I do follow her. Okay. Yes. And okay. so she posted about unity. I hope it's okay. I'm giving her a shout out. Shout out. Uh, really sweet. Um, and she talked about unity and uh, consciousness. And there's this, if you can see, oh, that's somebody else. That's, I don't know where it it's went. It's unity and then it clicked down to somebody else. <laughs> um, anyways, but she posted the triangle. Now it's gone. I can't find it. But so yeah. what was it? Consciousness? Consciousness. Here, I have it back up here. Unity. Okay. Consciousness. And um, she said she had, it said, I'll just read the post. It's channeling codes from spirit. Uh, she says, I've got this download when I was in meditation. Spirit showed me the, these codes and I wanted to share to the collective. The message is to raise our consciousness and to bring back to unity bring back the unity in humanity. A golden triangle represents enlightenment and higher perspective. As our spirituality grows, it will lead us to a higher state of being. So perfect, because that's clearly what our spirit guides are here to help us with. Yeah. So it's really interesting that they come in that triangle. Um, they give us that three-pointer, right? Like, as as a visual. That, that like, Matthew thing just sort of blows <laughs> my mind, too. Yeah. You know, I've connected to people before. I've done a, re I'm one of standing out in particular, this one reading I did, I don't know, over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. It was intuitive guidance. So we're connecting to her energy. And at the beginning, I was bringing forth like different bits and bobs of like evidence of things in her life, which is what I always do. And then we build upon it. Um, and I don't always connect to somebody's guides unless they like ask, hey, can you check? Can you see who my guides are? Yeah. But more often than not, like, then I don't connect to them once in a while the one will just randomly come one in. will come in yeah. yeah yeah and this one came in and I described him you know he has red hair like fiery hair and I yeah. described him and I gave the name I can't I'm sorry I'm sorry spirit guide I cannot remember <laughs> his name. I think it might be something like Daniel but I can't remember at the top of my head um and I described him and she kind of got very teary-eyed in the moment and I was like what? Uh, and she had gone through, you know, quite a hard time the years leading up to this. And she had had this friend of hers mm. had fiery red hair and, and had the same name. And she always viewed him as like, you're my angel. Like you are absolutely here to help me. And he helped her so much get out of a rough time and describe oh, the name. That's beautiful. Right. That's beautiful. And so when you bring forth Matthew, I'm like, I, I am, would not be surprised if maybe you do have a spirit guide named Matthew and maybe has connected to this Matthew, you know, or maybe it's just like, I don't know, a rep representation of representation something, right? of that time too, because I learned a lot from, from, him. from him as well. Yeah. yeah. How beautiful. That's, That's really, so beautiful. Really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, on a totally different note, I've always loved the name Matthew because all of Andrew the Matthews. Gables. Oh, I was well, going to say Andrew and Gables because I love Matthew <laughs> and Andrew Gables too. Yeah. Yes, but um, because almost always all of the Matthews that I have worked with are little shits, but they're so lovable so and so yeah. sweet. Yeah. Um, that you just like you just can't help but just just love feel them. that love them. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's it's just so interesting because some people will say, well, like I've had people go, okay, like I know that you have it picked out if Abby was a boy, but like then you had two boys. Why why didn't you name either of them Matthew? And the interesting thing is, and I think I shared this before, but I really and truly feel like all of my children named themselves. Yeah. So I dreamt of yeah. their names. Yeah. Um, and once I dreamt it, it felt like clear knowing like this is their name so it's not up to me to change the name because that's their name and I felt that strongly about it and both of their names were not names that I necessarily had on my radar before yeah but there was no arguing with me like even I said to my husband I'm sorry like but these are their names these have been there, yeah. <laughs> thankfully yeah. He, was, he was on board with it but I was just like there I can't name one of them Matthew because their name is not Matthew mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's so interesting isn't it yeah just quickly uh, before we go I wanted yes. to share that like a kind of an insight I had from my guides as well the other day so oh, Aaron and I yes. talk a lot about and I think we just recently talked about how um I think that we both agree I can speak for myself absolutely though but I think that we all channel at different times you know when we're mm-hmm. doing something yeah um and this thought I had kind of pop in my download I think from Matthew was that you know our guides have through their own lived experiences you know when they were not the angelic beings like Rachel but perhaps um ones that lived lives like Matthew I think did um have their own kind of skill sets and things they're really good at and that he kind of made me feel that they purposely you you purposely come together in a life with that that guide helping you in a, in a specific way and almost like you're channeling from them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if there's a, a guide that like, you know, was really a wonderful writer and then in your life, you're like, feel passionate about writing or you just love it. Or somebody says you're a really good writer and then you get into the zone and you're writing, like he's helping you with it. It's and like, I really like, yeah, clearing I like the, too. yeah. You're, um, oh, it's like a good way to describe it because it does, it feels like they're clearing the channel. Yes. And yeah, exactly. They're yeah. like, like they're aligning with you. It's yes. like, you know, when you, when you, um, uh, plug in, you know, or you switch on the light, right. It's almost like that, that current connects yes. and the light comes on. Absolutely. It's like the perfect, um, blending because yeah. Yes. So when you're doing what you're really aligned with, I t- this is what I talked about in that message yesterday when we talked about the trifecta. It was mm-hmm. kind of like when you, like things in your life that you're drawn to or continually show up in your life, right? That's one piece of the puzzle, the trifecta. Ooh, and then yeah. we've got um, the things that, you know, you're, you're probably really good at. It's probably really similar connected to those things that are you're being drawn to or other people are nudging you towards. And then yep. the third piece of this trifecta was, it's not going to feel like work. You're going to feel like, whoa, this feels great. It feels wonderful to do it. Yes. And once you're, once you've figured out what that is, mm-hmm. you're like golden. Like this is the, this is the purpose. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I really feel like him giving me those messages kind of explains maybe each guide like helps with each of those things mm-hmm. or or I think so comes in once in a while but I just think it's interesting that they he kind of made me feel like hey when you're doing that thing I'm right there and I'm definitely helping you with this I'm yeah. giving you what my knowledge yeah. too yeah um yeah I agree with that I I do 
I know there's some mediums uh, who, who might disagree or they, there's a lot of different theories, different right? Things. But, yeah. but again, I think it just, we're, our beliefs are aligned. And so I feel like that's just our truth. Yeah. 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 And, and I really love that. And it's not to like disempower you, the person who is creating no, or doing, either. it's just like almost your little assistant. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an assistant, right? It's your, it's your little co-pilot over there, just helping out a little bit. We all need a little help sometimes. Yes. That's what your guides are here to do. They're not here to give you the roadmap and tell you what to do. They're here to say, Hey, I'm, I'm here when you need me. Yes. And that's a big thing too. Cause I've also, and I also feel like there's truth in it that we have to ask for their help. They yes. can't, they, they don't, they can't always come in <laughs> unless will, we you know, yeah, because yeah. of free will, unless yeah. we like ask, ask for that. Yes. Help. I fully believe that too. And I think that maybe that's why, um, maybe that's why we were led to do this talk, um, and talk about this or why other people were asking us to talk about spirit guides because yeah. uh, they're there and they're ready and willing. And it's just like, teach the people that they just have to ask. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> we are waiting. We're waiting. We just have to push the button. Just yeah. push the button. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thank uh, you. Well, thank you thank so you. much for sharing. This was wonderful. Yeah. Um, this was I hope you guys enjoy it. Yes. Um, Let us know what your experience experiences were as well. We love it. We love to hear from yes. um from you guys, like what you guys experienced or you know, just different little bits. We yes. love to hear it all. So thank you so much. Now we're going to let you listen to the continuation of part two of Spirit Guides. Boom. See you later, guys. Yeah. yeah so Spirit Guide in general, um, we're talking about somebody that's like guiding you. Um, guiding you and, and, and helping you out. And can be, it, it can be um, an ascended master, yeah. right? Like we talked about. Yeah. Um, and ascended master. So what, what I had jotted down was uh, persons who lived many human lives. Yeah. Th this definition was and paid, paid their karmic debt, yeah. advanced beyond the need to reincarnate. So all of these yeah. people like Buddha, Jesus, they don't need to reincarnate anymore. They have learned their lessons. Yeah. That comes back again to this book I'm reading um, about the Course in Miracles, the one about mm -hmm. the disappearance of the universe, because they talk about how Jesus was the first. So he was a real in this book. Okay, Jesus, well, was, Jesus a was a real human being. Yeah, he was, and yeah. he was the first person, first human being, to realize that this was all a dream, and he was a part of God. Wow. And so he doesn't need to reincarnate anymore because he learned it. So he can go back to source, mm -hmm. right? Doesn't have, so he's an ascended master. And so essentially, uh, you know, like Buddha, same thing, same thing. All of these people, other than maybe the extraterrestrial um, <laughs> or human beings yeah. who lived human lives yeah, and um, have learned their life lessons mm -hmm. and now can move on to uh, you know, returning to source. And yeah. so, you know, I wonder if, if what's your opinion about us, uh, archangels, are they the same thing as ascended masters in your, you opinion? know what I, well, I think this just comes back to, wait a second. Uh, let me know what you think. Yeah. I'm going to write down my thought. I, I feel like this comes back to, um, putting labels on things. Yeah. Um, for us to understand, um, to help us understand uh, maybe the meaning behind um, th th these beings um, that have clearly been channeled and through so many different 
people here on earth, right? I feel like there's a lot of information that you can find out there and different opinions on different, <laughs> different things. Um, so I guess, I mean, d d the short answer is, I just feel like it's all connected. That being said, as soon as they say that, I feel like there's definitely different forms of consciousness. Yeah. Um, and I feel like maybe this is where the ascended masters might be on a different level of consciousness. Whereas like angelic beings, I feel like have never lived human forms. That's what I, that's what I wrote down. That's what you wrote down. Look that's at that. I wrote down was I said, archangels were not human. Yeah. I don't know if you can see it, but yeah. Um, that's what came to me when I asked that question my higher self was like, archangels were not human. Ascended yeah. masters were human beings. Humans, human beings. And so are our, our guides. Our guides. So are our guides. Yeah. But there's different, right? Like I just wonder if, if maybe then our guides, you know, not speaking of um, past loved ones guides, but like um, our guides, like Rachel for you, then could you consider Rachel an ascended master? Like what makes one an ascended master? If the only definition is somebody that um lived many human lives and and now is connected to source i wonder i i don't think is. so only because okay. i'm putting rachel in the angel box okay yeah so then like you, you rachel is has always been an angelic being and has i think been a human okay okay i think so i think so yeah like yeah, yeah just intuitively that's what you feel it's so interesting there's it's, so many layers to this it's it's tough yeah because i just i feel like and also what keeps coming through is that we're you know if we really knew what how it worked our brains would explode because we don't our, understand yeah, it. our brains can't, our <laughs> just, human brain couldn't not can comprehend it no, all which is why we put things that's why we label things like we label things. Stuff. that's like you know i was reading like again with this book i'm going to come back to this book probably every episode while i'm reading it i don't know um it's it's blowing my mind but you know that time and space is a um you know it's part of our reality so that we can make sense of things yes yes that it doesn't exist and that's because i always say there's no time or space there right no. like when i'm connecting to a love and people will be like how can you connect to me and I'm in Australia? Well, there's no time or space. So they are like with you in energy, spirit, and with me at the same and time. And with me. Yeah. With they're you with your grandpa. Time. They're with, you know, they're all on the, the beach somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> time and space yeah. is for us in for this us. world for us to make sense of. Yeah, That's well, a commonality I found almost in yeah. probably every um, book that speaks on this yes. or, you know, um, yeah. when I'm talking to other people that, um, have an understanding of this or you know have studied it or work with it we all kind of say that same thing so i do yeah. feel like that's truth i, I think there's truth in that. at least absolutely <laughs> yeah. absolutely well yeah. and um i have to share because i had such a cool um just because when you're talking about dreams and, and realities and all this stuff and um i had uh, wanted to connect to one of my guides and i remember saying this out loud and i was like i want to connect to one of my guides like can you come through to me i just kind of want to and I had this like dream. Now, maybe, you know, somebody who could be maybe skeptical would say, oh, well, you wanted that to happen. But at the same time, I want to dream about my my loved ones, but I don't <laughs> remember I don't them. Always. I don't always, right? And I don't always, and I don't always remember them. And this stuck out to me so clearly because when I was, just like you had said earlier, I was aware that I was dreaming. 
Yeah. It was just a wild experience. I and that I was there. I'll bring it back up as you go. Okay. Yeah. It was like watching a movie and I'm aware that I'm dreaming and in the movie I can see myself and I'm turning to this like blonde hair, blue eyed, maybe blue green, I don't know, like really interesting, like cool colored eyes being. And I turned to him and I said, must have also been like, maybe like twenty seven or 18, like young. Yeah. And I said, are you one of my spirit guides? And then all of a sudden it just stops. And almost like he's aware that I'm awake or that I'm aware, aware. Of, of his presence. It turns to me like, and just oh. flat pits, flat, that flat and said, yes. And then just walked away. And I remember myself being like, wait, I have so many questions. And then I couldn't help it. It was like, I had no control anymore. The dream kept going and I was watching the movie. I had no control over it. And then it was like, and then I woke up and I was like, what? I've like, I've never had anything like that happen to me. And it was wild and I'm never going to forget it. And I just needed to share it. Oh, I, I love it. What that. did it make I, you think of? Cause you, did you write down? Oh yeah. So when I was taking notes about different guides, um, so one thing I found online that I thought was interesting, um, and I, I do agree with it. I have had an experience with this and you obviously had too, was specifically, it was called a dream guide. Okay. Uh, yes. And so it's like, um, that you would, uh, encounter a guide in a dream, but be aware in the dream that it was a dream. And that's what makes it a dream guide. The awareness that the I awareness am. That I have dream. Yeah. It was going mm -hmm. back to yeah. Mm -hmm. And which is interesting because I think there's so many levels to this because I was sharing off air that one of the first experiences I had that I can remember, um, you know, it was just with any sort of dream spiritual visitation that I remember was with my uncle. So this is a past loved one. So this makes me think that perhaps our past loved ones can also be dream guides. If yeah. the only, you know, discerning feature of that is that, you know, it's a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, but he came to me in a dream, um, soon after he passed, like within two weeks after he passed, um, I was expecting my middle child at this time, very early in pregnancy. And he came to me, I knew it was a dream. So it wasn't like, you know, it was like, uh, you know, sometimes we dream and it's like, you know, it like it's very like real on like, our day and we're yeah. doing stuff. And this dream, it was like pitch black. Every I can remember it so detailed and it would be now 14 years ago. It was pitch black. And then it was just him, like his body, his form talking to me, but like knowing, okay, like this is a this dream. Is a dream. Yeah. And he was telling me about how, you know, from, from his perspective, like what he had, what he was experiencing in spirit was that, you know, we all have, you know, lessons and things that we're meant to kind of learn in our lives and that he, like, we don't, we don't get it. We have to yeah. do it over and over again. And he said, um, you know, and we can really choose who and what we want to come back as based on like how we think, how we see that coming to fruition like okay like so I'm going to come back as me and my life because I can see the challenges that I may face or the skills or the gifts I may have yeah. and mm -hmm. that that all of those things if they come together and work will help me get closer to the end goal and mm -hmm. so that's what he explained this whole process was about and yeah so that was my first real visitation 
Um, and I feel like he was coming to me as a guide in that time because he was he was sharing something with me. He was telling me something that was important for me to know. I often look back at that time and I was like, I feel that he, you know, it was almost like the beginning of my awakening in a yeah. sense, because life was never the same after that. I didn't necessarily know that I was a medium. We know yeah. that like it took another and it took another like 10 years after that. <laughs> but I, um, I had a sense, I believed and I knew it to be true mm-hmm. for me. So I do feel like that was the beginning of the awakening and also, I guess, what you would call a dream guide. So friends, if you have experienced that kind of same thing, we'd love to know, like just the experience of knowing that you're dreaming about your dreaming (laughs) or that you're dreaming about dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you've you've had any experiences with with guides or... um, Love to know. Yeah, we'd love to know. I'm looking Um, back. So we talked about just general and spirit guide, what that means to us. I also talked about ancestor spirit guides, or I was going to talk about them, which is different than your, I guess it's similar to like what we said about past loved ones, right? But I was, I was reading about how in traditional African belief systems, like before Christianity um, came into play in Africa, um, that they, um, it was regarded as like truth, like just part of their belief system. Yeah. They would call them the living dead and that mm-hmm. they were actually our, their ancestors. Um, there was a belief that they still lived on, right? Yeah. They were, and they were still actively guiding and participating in their lives and yes. in our lives that they were still always there and would be spoken to and they were held in higher regard than like living people. Like they were like, oh, you know, um, very well respected. And that was just their belief. Um, I thought yeah. that was really I think that's beautiful. Well, I think a lot of, I, you know, I have so many mixed feelings about religion. Um, but I think there was a lot of things that maybe were taboo, right? Uh, maybe when Christianity came to play or as like as the years continued, were not taboo you're all those you know hundreds of whatever years ago um and that or thousands right um i even think of like the druids and their their belief system right and how they celebrated the they celebrated death you know i yeah yeah that's a little off topic indigenous yeah absolutely there's there's yeah there's there's always been if you look back at the history you know of different cultures there seems to always be uh, you know there's differences but there's a similarity that there is a creator or there is yeah. something more source of- um and yeah. i also have always kind of had mixed feelings about religion um you know i'm open so i have attended church and you know anytime that i have attended church though i get extremely emotional we might have talked about this before i just i'm feeling all of the collective energy i think yeah. um yeah yeah. And so, but I've been really, really interested in learning more though. And so A Course in Miracles is really like bef- information about before Christianity, before the, the old and Testament. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Um, so you guys might find that interesting. Although let me tell you, it's, it's a, it's a heavy read. You got to be ready for it. I've been taking it many in times that take it, it in chunks, choose it, it chooses you. So yeah. when you're ready, it will come to you. Um, yeah. <laughs> a lot it can really all of these 
books that I've been reading lately are they really break through like everything we've been taught, like all of our mm-hmm. conditioning. And say, and I love that. You got to be ready for it though, right? Because otherwise yeah. it's going to trigger you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's okay to, I think it's okay to ha- be triggered or have those yeah. things affect you, but it's just having that awareness of, oh, you know, or maybe I have to stop now or I have to, I have to um, do some self-reflection on this. Absolutely. This I think that's right what now. triggering in general is about. Okay. So yeah. I'm reading something and it's stirring up like, because something I was reading a comment about, I think it was on Goodreads, somebody in a review about A Course in Miracles. And they said, I had to stop reading it because it made me depressed. Okay. And then she went on to say, I am so proud of my individualism and who I am and that I am unique and have special skills and gifts. And this book is essentially telling us that we all are one and that we are not individual. We're just in our dream. We are presenting as individuals, but like that mind is, and I was like, that's a very interesting take. I think it it's is. really intelligent to take that moment and go, I'm, I, I'm not ready to, to do. Yeah. Obviously if that's upsetting somebody like that, they're not ready for the material yet. Yeah. Like yeah. there's no judgment, right? It's no. like, okay. Um, and I don't know how I'm going to feel as I continue to go. It might do something like that to me. And I'd be like, Oh, like, I don't like yeah. that. Yeah. But individuality is so promoted in our world. Yeah. So if we're reading something that's like, you're not actually an individual, you're all one person, you're all one thing. It's kind of like, that could be really challenging to accept. My mind is kind of like, what? It's true. It's true. Or some of these, sometimes maybe this is a little off topic, but um, sometimes I have all these like fears or anxieties or worries and, or maybe about maybe how people perceive me. And I'm like, but what makes me so important? Why does that, you know, (laughs) I'm not that important. that kind of comes in and I'm like, oh, that's true. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's not like a self-deprecating thing. It's just, no, it's, it's more of the awareness that like, maybe everybody feels that way. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it maybe, maybe it's like pointing out that your, that trigger of feeling that way is maybe just like a perception and not actually the truth. Like maybe you could interpret it that way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, yeah, no, I, I, I just meant, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I yeah. agree. So yeah, so we've talked about, um, you know, just what a spirit guide is in general, how they can come to us, ancestral, past loved ones, um, ascended masters who are people that, you know, have have human lives and no longer need to reincarnate because they've mm-hmm. learned everything they need to learn. Um, I also wrote down that, um, you know, there's this belief, um, well, you can let me know if you believe in it. I think that I believe in it, that we, that's our spirit guides are chosen by us before we incarnate, before we reincarnate. Oh, I, I read that and it made me go, hmm, yeah, that feels right. Like that maybe there's a mutual agreement, you know, like if you're making a commitment to somebody for life, you're mm-hmm. marrying somebody. Okay. Yes. Yes. You choose each other kind yeah. of based on maybe common goals you have, common dreams that you get along. Yeah. Like there's, there's a reason that you're coming together. So maybe spirit guides are like that for us. Like a coming to an agreement. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I see 
this working. Yes, I feel like that. that you. What was what was that? Something came through, but I forgot what it was. Um, maybe it just doesn't need to be said, but I feel like that. But also, oh, it's gone. I have no idea what I was going to say. <laughs> you know funny is um. That just happens to me all the time where I'm about to say something and then I like can't find the words or it just leaves. It just leaves. And I was talking to somebody. This is like leading into information for, for a later episode in the next few yeah. weeks when we're going to talk about human design. Oh, yeah. And, um, I'm excited. So somebody told me, so I have a, this is off topic, but just keep it in your, keep it in your mind for the future. I'll keep it in my back um, pocket. I have an open throat center in human design and so, you know, your open, your open centers can be thought of as your greatest gifts because you really can do them. The, the, the closed centers are more like defined um, and consistent energy. Mm-hmm. Here is really where you're, where the open centers are where you're here to learn. Yeah. And you can be the most influential, I believe. But anyhow, somebody said to me, do you have an open throat? Like when I had expressed this, like sometimes I, I trying to say something and I can't get the words out or I say it and I don't think I said it right. And there's like almost like a hesitation for a split second. Yeah. It doesn't flow. No. Instead, you have an open throat. And I said, yes, I do. And she said, so why don't you think about when something doesn't want to come easily and flow that you're either... A, not meant to speak about it or not meant to speak about it now. And that has helped me a lot, actually, because I used to try to force and go, no, just wait, it's going to come. It's going to come. And I'd like try to force it out. And now I'm just like, nope, I wasn't supposed to speak about it or I don't have all the pieces yet. Yeah. So I don't know. I can't remember if you have an open I, or not, but we'll, we'll figure that out. I don't out. know, but I think that's very helpful. Thank you. I think yeah. it's helpful in general, even if it's, you're not thinking about human design. I just think it's, in general it's, that it's probably helpful for most of us. Yeah. I, I think that's a good way to, to put it. Yeah. 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 Cause it'll come back. It'll come back. It's just going to flow out. Right. It'll flow out. But it'll I think come it's out. also important if you're like, somebody's asking you to make a decision or to give your thoughts about something and you're like, well, and like things aren't coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not time it's for just not time so for like it. maybe just think about that rather than try to force something. Yes. I this agree. is why I love human design. Okay. This is why I'm speaking <laughs> out on it. I'm excited for I'm when we so talk excited. about it. And uh I'm excited to read up on it more. Yeah. Because I don't know a ton about it. Yeah. I'm yeah. really excited about it too. Um I also wanted to give a little flip side too. So I was reading um there is this spiritualist medium and author from the past named E.W. Wallace. Not sure if this is male or female. I just got E.W. Wallace, um, spiritual, spiritualist author and medium. Um, and they, th- there was a quote by that person that said that, um, I want to say it's a he, so I'm just going to say he, that he felt um, that the concept, the idea of spirit guides was disempowering and disrespectful to both spirit and to the living. And I thought that was a really interesting interesting. concept because he thought it it would disempower us from, Mm. why do you need that? Why do you need that? Why do you need a guide? You, if you're spirit and you have, you know, you're the same, your spirit too, but in a human body, why do you need that guide? Why would somebody need a guide? Right. Which is an interesting concept. And it's kind of like, if they've already learned all that stuff, then like, 
why are they spending their time <laughs> coming down to help you now i i think i understand why they would want to help us yeah yeah right? and so, for me i can kind of because i just sort of look at, at it as them as um teachers they are yeah so i don't necessarily agree with this point of view yeah i, I would say that i don't agree with it but i i, I think it's interesting I because i can it. kind of see i can see where you would how you would get there i can see the part about how it may it could be disempowering for a living person to place all their eggs in a spirit guide so to speak yeah. Whereas you're like, I need everything. It's, it's the same thing as like when people come to us and they're like, give me all the answers. And we're like, I don't want you to rely on me for this. I want to guide you. And then I want you to, I yeah. want to empower you to I do it. So I can see how somebody could from that lens think it might be a little disempowering if you think of that, that, that way, that way. Yeah. Yeah. But the other flip side of it, like that, that it would be disrespectful to spirit to come to us. No, I don't agree with that part. Cause, cause when that, when you say that, I just think about, well, if that is the case, then maybe we wouldn't be talking about spirit guides right. and we wouldn't be giving it you know, it goes back to giving thought, putting like intention is energy and you're giving that power. Like, I don't think we would be talking about it as much as, as we are. Why would they? And why would yeah, they? And why would they come to us if they didn't want to? It's like, it's like you go, you go to class to, to learn. I'm going to school to learn. Yeah. My teachers are teachers because they want to teach. Yeah, we're teachers because we want to teach. Yeah. Yeah. So I think agree. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> to give that other that other flip side because you know I just I like to give all sides. Yeah. I I have um oh maybe I don't, I don't know if this is the time but I I had I keep thinking of like how people could possibly connect to spirit guides. I don't know if you have any. Like what was on my brain? That's right? what you were gonna yeah, say too. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> I just gave Amy like a live smile. If you had enough, I was, yeah, I was going to be like, I'm going to bring it up because I also have, as promised, I'm going to try to do this later um, or set my intention is a better word, not try and um, report back next week. So yeah, that may be a really good um, way to wrap this part up before we do a little we could, weekly we guidance. Could each do that. I'm going to go and ha we have some homework for us and our listeners or viewers. Let's, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Okay. Oh, I like how this sort of morphed into this teachable moment <laughs> learnable <laughs> um we set that intention though like the story i put out yesterday um i think i tagged you and i was like what do you guys want to know like i want to teach you like what do you want is it that's the intention is <laughs> like so now it's like spirits like okay you want to be a teacher here you go <laughs> here's the homework <laughs> here's the homework i love yeah. that i yeah. love that um because I keep thinking of this, uh, what I heard once upon a time on a podcast, and I'm so sorry because I can't remember what platform or who said this, um, but um, because I had tried it. So what I had heard once was you can talk to your guides and you can ask them for signs, just like you can ask your loved ones for signs. And what she said was, she took it a step further and she said, you can be specific you can set a timeline. So I said, yeah. okay, spirit, my guides, 
let's, I, I'd like to try this. I want to build a relationship with you. Um, I would like at the end, sometime within this week to see a frog. And I think I've, I've told you this story before. And I sort of, I was like looking for frogs and I was like, you know, it's a very specific thing. It's winter. You know, I'm in downtown Toronto. There's no, where am I going to see a hot, like an actual frog? Right. It's not right. in an environment with a lot of frogs. So it's yeah. actual it's a day. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing my usual walk. I have my little route that I go to run errands. And then on my way back, I take the same route and I see this car that I didn't see before. And this was at a point too, where I was constantly, if I had seen a license plate that had like numbers that had meaning to me, I took that as like a hello from my guides yeah. as well. Yeah. And so I see this license plate with a frog on it. I think I know what license plate you see. Is it the one that has, it's almost like a tropical frog. Like, does it have another little color? I can't remember to be honest with you, but okay. it literally was just like a sticker. Oh, okay. Almost like somebody had put like a sticker also of a frog or there was a frog picture. Maybe it was a tropical frog picture that comes with license plates. I didn't know that was a thing. When you get a vanity plate and you can get one that has like something on it that's important to you. Like if you were somebody that was um, like environmental or something about the rainforest. Like yeah, I'm okay. Sure you can get something, you can like, get that something like that. You can get something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, how funny is it? Because they know that I'm looking at license plates as like a hello from them with numbers specifically. Yeah. And I see this and I, it's by the it was like a Friday and I had asked probably the Monday and I went wow <laughs> okay yeah. hi like this is another time okay this has just come through so maybe I well we're going so over and um we'll, we'll probably I don't even know what time it is so <laughs> um but if you've made it this far and you're still listening thank you for listening <laughs> you had a lot to say today obviously yeah um this was years ago before I was even giving readings to, to people. Um, and I had always felt like I was connected to the goddess Isis. That's another thing. I feel like goddesses, that gods, too, by the way, I, yeah, I feel like they're part of um, the spirit guides that can come through for us. Yeah. Because I even as a child, I was always um, drawn to Egyptian mythology and uh I, anyways so i had felt like uh, she was with me and i said oh, i really need a sign like can you just give me a knock and i was like are, is this real <laughs> am i am i going nuts like can i do this i think this was when i was trying to decide if i should do this work or not and i kid you not i heard the loudest knock come from my side table right next to the bed where I was. I'm not making that up. And I went, and of course, the human part of you was like, can you do, can you do it again? <laughs> you get greedy. Yeah. Um, and I thought, okay, well, I better, yes, this is real. And it was a loud knock. It wasn't gentle. It was like, wake up. That's what it felt like. Yeah. So. So homework. Ask your spirit guides to give you a specific sign. Yes. Give them a timeline. Give them a timeline. Be patient, you know, within that timeline. But something I will tell my clients too, like, you know, because sometimes people ask, like, how do I know when my loved ones are around? It's the same kind of intention, whether or not we're trying to connect to spirit guides or to our loved ones. Mm -hmm. Spirit is spirit. 
in, yeah. in a sense. So, you know, I will say like, you know, you could ask for a ladybug. Okay. And some people will get really specific, like, okay, well, I need to see an actual living ladybug. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to just be that. Right. So just yes. keep your, your eyes peeled for somebody talking about a ladybug, you know, like seeing it on a commercial, seeing it on a calendar, um, seeing it on somebody's earrings, like whatever it is, like keep exactly. your mind open to how, open to how it will come. Through. Yeah. Yes. Cause it might be quite like literally impossible to have a ladybug show up on you in the winter in Canada. Right. Or in, <laughs> so just keep that in mind too. Yeah. Um, does that sound good for you? I, I pulled a card to give like, that sounds great. I'm excited. I was to kind of laughing. Um, I'm, I'm one of the, uh, the things in the guidebook. <laughs> you want me to start? Yeah. Um, so the card, I, I felt guided to pull from the Moonology Oracle card deck. We've got the full moon in Scorpio. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and this card is really about taking action. So it's interesting because we already talked about February kind of having this energizer bunny kind of energy. And yeah. so it was like, we, we literally said at the beginning, be intentional then. Like if the energy is already buzzing, then yeah. maybe it's time to get very intentional about how do I like, how do I utilize this energy to serve yeah. me so I can like get my stuff done, right? Yes. So it's a take action card. And also it says, focus on the bigger picture. So that right. kind of speaks to that too. So like use this energy according, accordingly. What do you have on the docket? What do you have to do? Think about big picture and then like run with it right now. Um, the steps to get there, but like start right now is kind of how I felt. Um, this is a card of like, it's be, it's okay to take a risk. Yeah. Um, and have fun and count your blessings. But then it, the additional meanings for this card, um, this made me laugh because it said, find a balance between speaking your mind and saying too much. Wow. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's and, funny with the card that I pulled. Pardon? It's funny because of the card I pulled. Okay, keep going, keep going. Let's see. Let's see. I, uh, well, at first I didn't understand why this card was coming out, to be honest. You? And then you said the keyword balance. And I thought, oh, that's there it is. Funny. Yeah. There it is. Priestess of Discs. Um, so I pulled from my mother piece tarot. I think I pulled from this deck last time. I can't remember, but I just love this deck. Sorry. Um, and I felt called to use it more and more these days. This used to be my, this was like the first deck that I started using. Um, and this is about balance and she is in a yoga pose. The priestess of discs here in this picture is in a yoga pose. She is looking after her child in the background. She's doing yoga, but she's meditating. She's outside in nature. So while this is going on, this is a card just about balance and being able to, you know, maybe handle everything that's sort of coming at you. Cause there's a lot that's going on in this picture. Yeah. Big picture. It's almost like getting grounded in order to handle like, Absolutely. Maybe it's a nod to maybe this busy um, energy this month. Maybe for some of us, we're feeling a little bit disoriented by it because yeah. sometimes when the energy is busy, it's like, oh my God, I have to do all this stuff. I, you're co I'm coughing, you're sneezing. I, I've done this <laughs> twice now. I'm so sorry. So people listening, they don't know what's going on, but if you've watched this, I've... <laughs> It's I'm always like, funny when somebody's trying to hold a season and their eyes are like, you know, like, it, <laughs> 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 um, sorry, that's okay. Not no, it's you. just funny. So it feels like maybe this, this take action, take risks, 
um, big picture could feel a little bit overwhelming, maybe, yeah. or yes. it might make you ungrounded yeah. a little bit. So finding balance is key. I think the balance thing for, I think that that was just meant to make us laugh because we, that like exact line about um, find balance between find balance. Much and <laughs> I don't know what it was, but uh, I'm speaking your mind. It's like, okay, we've gone over on the podcast because we're, we're like giving a lot of information and sharing a lot of thoughts. And then also we just talked about the upper throat chakra. So I think it's a combination of both to make us laugh. Spirits, yes. Yeah, spirit. Another way that our own guides come through. Yeah. Those little kind of synchronicities. That's a really yes. perfect example. It's like I hear you. I know what you guys are talking about, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, amazing so thanks for staying with us if you listen to the whole thing you deserve a virtual cookie we'll send some online yes um, <laughs> you know the some virtual cookies on it or something um really appreciate you guys yes thank you so much thank we'll you. report back next week with some of our spirit guide like what's what's happened what, what and, came through and uh, and if if you guys want to share we'll do so anonymously and just give examples of yes of yeah. other people's yeah, you can uh, yeah. reach out to either aim your eye on our, our social media platforms. So soul rising or soul work WRK, or you can reach us on uh, our Instagram or even the Facebook, right? Yeah. Those places will work. Any of those places will work yeah. um, and uh, share your stories. Yeah. And I kind of feel like next week might like, I don't know if we've talked about spirit signs before, but I feel like maybe it's just a continuation in a way. Can spirit signs were something that came up twice as well that people wanted us to talk about. Yeah. That's a continuation next week. Yeah. Yeah. The following week um, is exciting. We will be um, recording with our friend Emily. We have a guest. Yeah. We have a guest again, um, Emily, and she is going to talk about tarot. Um, Lovely lovely she's a professional tarot reader so yeah you guys don't want to miss that and then maybe towards the end of the month or even the first week of march we'll we'll plan for that human design um episode episode yeah where we're just going to briefly talk about what human design is yes um and then i'm going to interpret aaron's chart Ooh, I'm, I'm an expert but i'm learning so it's just kind of like to and I will be learning along with you because I know nothing about human design. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to make it a bit interactive so it wasn't just me like, you know, spewing okay. information the whole time. It was. I'm uh, going to try to read up on it. and Yeah, just read a little bit. Just, as long as you had a basic understanding, that's all you really need to know. Okay, cool. Cool. Okay. All right. Ah, all thank right. you. Thank you, everyone. Okay. I hope you have a good weekend. Bye. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and tune in each week as we dish on all things spiritual.